Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hashtag Buckheaders. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Hello, dear viewer and listener and Harley, and welcome to Burkett Wonderland. This is ABW Live. And with me tonight, from the wild, wild west of Norwich, it's Nicky Wilson. How are you going on, Dan and Corey? I've been watching you on Twitch for the last few nights. That's driving me nuts. You need to play a game that I like, but I still stick through it. You fell asleep. I did. I, I, I do other things. And uh, also with us, from the not-so-wild, wild west, but very snowy, cold, and uh, you're not on your raft at the moment, are you, Corey? It's Corey from sunny Canada. Greetings. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Not Good. so snowy anymore, just rain. And we're sending it all your way. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's done nothing but rain and wind for three yes. days here. It was so bad last night. It sounded like someone was pouring buckets of water onto my roof and then it was dripping down onto the floor luckily i was in bed with a duvet and three cats so i'm, I'm pretty yeah. good with that uh, we might have actually i forgot to go and uh do a little thing on facebook there you go just to uh um to let people know that we're live because nobody uses facebook so uh there you go i'm gonna add a little picture to that you know i was saying before the show there's something i'm gonna forgot to have done and that was it Right, so where were we down on this one here? In the chat box. Uh, people have been giving us money already. What are you people doing? Remember, people, I'm doing everything all by myself today. It's extreme skills. J-Rob, as usual, looking forward to this. Uh, two wonderful Euros. He stuffed down uh, whose pants can he stuff? The Pirates' pants. And talking of Pirates, Michael Hernandez uh, said, I won't be able to tune in to that live today gentlemen just wanted to drop by and show some support and say thank you for the show come on you gooners pirate in so that's uh more money gonna go to the place we don't actually give the money to the pirate we keep it for ourselves and we, we spend it on sweeties so uh that's that so uh, i should go and say hello to a few people in the box uh first one in was jay rob and then julian salmon uh robert wilkins is that a i don't recognize that name jack Barr is that a name i don't remember carlito gooner 04 Crappy Rubin Sniff 76. <laughs> oh, our mate Stefan is there. Um, Phil McHenry, and, and then some numbers. Pete Coulson, Dark Clown. Uh, Data's there. Hopefully, Data's going to be in a good mood today, but nobody poker because she does get angry. Uh, oh, here we go. Mr. Taffy Taffy's there himself. Uh, he hasn't run away, people. He's just still mentally exhausted <laughs> from doing 101 shows in a row without a break. Uh, Daryl Kane, Kane is there, isn't he? In our, um, I think he's in one of the WhatsApp groups. I think he's in the gaming one. I'm sure he is. Uh, John Bernstein. Um, is there any more? I should be saying. Oh, this is a new one. Useless, pathetic noob. <laughs> oh my god! Like Arsenal that. fifth hype. You what, Corey? I like that name. Pathetic yeah. noob. Good. Eric Rose. Oh, Jonas is there. Uh, David, Mr. Waffle is from your part of the world. He's um, from uh, the US of A. David Michael. Oh, I was going to say David Mitchell. That would have been good. Um, who else is there? Didn't I just see? Um, oh, Alonzo's there. Good. And Rudy. Right. I'm not Jason. Rudy I'm spend an hour. That's it. I'm not going to spend an hour going through everyone's there. So uh, we need to move on with the game. So where are my notes? Here we go. Uh, I'll start with you, Corey. Lineups. What did you think to the changes that Arteta has made? And do you think the uh, the training that we did in sunny Dubai for two weeks had any effect on who we decided to play? Uh, I was excited with the changes just because I'm always excited for something new and so on. It was adventurous. Uh, you know, uh, I could see the logic as well because... We were coming back fresh from a break. Why not go with something new? We also have the game against Olympiacos coming up fast, and Lacazette would be a good starter for that. So why not rest him, take a chance with Enkedia? Um, I mean, throughout the most part of the team, it was pretty much the same. The only thing that was a, a change really drastically was the fact that Lacazette was sat down. Uh, of course, Ceballos coming on instead of... Uh, uh, Torreira was was good result. I was happy to see him play. What do you think? I thought it was very good, very interesting that we changed the kind of dynamics of the team, the way that we have gone from playing two defensive midfielders, which we have done with 
uh, Terea and Xhaka, which we have seen most of the season, one of those two, or occasionally we'll change it and we'll have uh, Gwenduzi playing there. But Nicky, do you think that maybe Arteta was looking for someone to play the kind of Ramsey role where he can link up the defensive um, part of the midfield to the to the attacking creative part? And do you think Zabayos managed to do that? Yeah, I mean, looking at how Newcastle set up today, I mean, I think they went 5-4-1 or something like that. They were fairly deep. So I don't think we actually needed, like, an out-and-out holding midfielder today. So if you looked at Danny playing, I think he's playing more of a, num like, in the eight position, but sort of a number 10. I think he was doing really well. I mean, he was picking the ball up deep and he was running at people and he's playing nice diagonal balls. So I think he, he got that spot on. So we didn't really need a holding midfielder today. Yeah, that was important. Do you think that could possibly be the future where we're going to see a more, the three type of midfielders that we've, we, over our glory years of all the FA Cup runs and finishing all those fourth places in the league, we hardly ever played with two defensive midfielders. So Gwendouz is the one that's been dropped. He's probably like Corey was going to say, I was saying that we're playing Olympiacos midweek Thursday. And so some of these players are going to be rested from them. But do, Nicky, do you think that could be the future that for Arteta, we can have one um, midfielder that's going to break up play, maybe a defensive one, Torreira or Xhaka. Another one in the middle, like Ceballos, is more creative. And then Ozil allowed to do his job more further up front. Do you think that's what he's going to go for? Or do you think it'll be, like you were saying, Newcastle today? He maybe has seen them play before and he knows that the kind of formation they're going to play. So he's, he's set up our formation to to play against his. Well, I think, to, you know, I don't think he can change it every week like what Emery did, but depending on the game, he's going to have to tweak it a bit. I mean, even in our glory years, you know, sometimes if like Burkamp went there, we'd play five in midfield and Freddie just behind Omri and stuff like that. But I think, like you said, um, Gwen Doozy, he's played a lot of football the last 18 months. I think no, no one, apart from Chris maybe, expected him to play as many games as he had in such a long time. And I think he's sort of um sort of just sort of running out of steam the last few games. So I think if he's gonna give him a break, give him a time to like recharge physically and well as mentally. So I think that's what he's doing with there. But yeah, I mean if Sobias he's he's got to start playing well because we're coming up to the Euros. So as it stands at the moment, he's probably not going. So give him a chance there and we'll see what he do. I agree with that, yeah, because he's he's had a couple of decent games for Spain last year. Uh, right, I had a donation. Oh, got a donation. I just had, sorry. Yeah, go on. That's right. Go I, I just wanted. To, I just wanted to add. It was it was nice to see as well that it could be overlapped with Ozil on the field because there was all, all there, there has always been this question whether or not when we play Sabios whether or not we're going to have to sit Ozil. You know whether or not those two could be on the field at the same time. And then another question that kind of got. Uh, has been asked a lot is the Ozil Pepe combination. Can they be played on the field at the same time? So it was really interesting to see all three of them on the field. And although it was uh, a little rough in the first half, which we'll get onto, I think it was a good adventure. I think it worked out well. Yeah, very true. It's uh, if you're going to play in the same team as a midfielder, if you're as a midfielder, you're playing in the same team as Ozil, you know that you're going to have to do quite a lot of the running because Ozil isn't going to track back the whole time. Jacko isn't going to get forward the whole time because then he'll leave the defence uh, vulnerable. So if you're going to come in there, you, you've got to pull your socks up and get running because you're going to be all over the place. And I think, like you were saying, Ozil and Ceballos uh, and, and, uh, had quite a good combination there together. Both dropping yeah. back a little bit at times, both getting forward a little bit. But the second half, which we'll get on to, Sabios was magnificent. Right, we've had a donation from Sir Alan Bastard MP uh, from 10 Australian dollary dues. He says, uh, well, mm -hmm. thank Christ. Uh, I don't know if he had anything to do with it, but if he did, maybe <laughs> uh, maybe we should thank him or uh, any of the others. Uh, is there anything else? I can't read through your comments and highlighting people because uh, these two aren't trained in highlighting comments. And it's uh, it's a very hard job to try and read something and then click a button. It's not easy. It's not as easy as to find it sound. Right. Uh, we're already nine minutes into it and we still haven't got on to the, the juicy stuff. Right. First half, people, we all know we weren't very good. So I'm just going to quickly go through some of the things in the first half. Nick, uh, fifth minute, their number 10. Uh, I haven't put their names because I can never remember. Turning everybody inside out, fell in the bottom, the corner of the near our penalty area. Was it a pen? Do you know the situation I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, did you say me or Corey? Sorry. Yeah, Nick, you go, After you go, Corey. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he tried to take him on, but 
he just like hit. I think it was Jack. Was it Jacka in the corner? It looked like Jacka or yep. Bellerin, yep. and he just looked like he went down. And as he went down, he just kicked into the guy's standing foot. So the ref, he didn't even do the old no penalty, no nothing. He just didn't even you know do anything or what give a foul or nothing. And obviously VAR probably looked at it and. They didn't even say if VAR looked at it, so it didn't really look like a pen. And other than him, I don't even think any of the Newcastle players were even appealing for it, because I think they knew that was a pretty poor attempt of a penalty, because he was definitely looking for it. What do you say, Corey? Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, spot on. And, uh, yeah, spot on. Couldn't have said it any better. He, he, I mean, there was contact, but he dangled, as everyone does these days. He was looking for it, so... Yeah. I mean, the, the only the only thing is, no matter which way it ended up, is Shaka once again got himself in that situation. So, I mean, yeah, you know, he was a little sketchy for the first five to ten minutes. There was a few things he did that were a little, but hey, yeah. no penalty, no penalty. Good. And you know, like in, in um, NFL when they're running and they're trying to get a touchdown and then they, they get the ball and they're, they're trying to creep over the line with their ball for maybe, maybe another down or whatever it's called. I, it was, he was a little bit like that. He was almost trying to sprawl his body once he was on the floor, trying to creep into the area to make it look yeah. like it was a penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it was a penalty. Does anybody in the chat box think it was a penalty? You're seven or eight seconds behind us. Um, so uh, oh, I might go and read another point while I'm seeing if anybody in the chat box thinks that it was a penalty. Um, right, uh, starting this one with you, Corey. Favre put uh, oh eighth minute. Xhaka booked for a stupid tug on one of their players. Moronic yeah. from our only defensive midfielder. What was your thoughts when he did that? Were you angry? And I wasn't angry, but it was the word stupid just came to mind. I mean, it was just lazy, pure lazy. And if you actually looked at the second shot, they show a replay up from above looking down, and he's literally standing right in front of Arteta. He's, he's like, you know, it's like, dude, run, do something. Like, he was just lazy and stupid, very, very stupid. And you knew right away, yellow card. I mean, there was no question, right? Mm, Nicky, any yeah. idea why he did it? Uh, well, he has had a bit of a reputation since he's been there. I mean, I remember them talking before he even moved about how many red cards and yellow cards he got in his last year in Germany. But he doesn't do himself a lot of favours, does he? I mean, I don't. I mean, the guy who he grabbed hold of, because you've got to get touch tight, but you don't just pull him back, pull his shirt like he did, especially with the ref looking straight at him. And the ball wasn't even going that way. It, it, you know, even if it had let him go, there's nothing to run onto. But, and also, like, for the rest of the game, you could see he was, I mean, he patted the ref on the back sarcastically after he booked him. So I was like, oh, don't do that, because obviously this ref doesn't like that. But then you could tell for quite a lot of the rest of the game, you could see he was swearing at the referee as well. So I was, I was getting a bit worried. He was just going to lose patience with him and send him off. But thankfully he didn't. Okay, dokie, right. More of a note here. 14th minute, more attacking play from Newcastle. Cuts it in from the left, and their player almost scored. They were they were looking very good for the first maybe half an hour. What I've done is every 15 minutes I've gone and put what the um a few basic stats. So 15 minutes, we had no shots, none on target. They had one shot, one on target. Possession, 67-33 to us. And uh, shot and pass accuracy, 90% to us, 79 to theirs. Now, I tweeted this and I said, that's the game. By half time, I said, it's looking at the stats. It looks like as the game goes on, we're getting better and better. And come the second half, we were. So uh, 20, 20 minutes, uh, Corey. Saka and Obama Young interplay, then out to Danny Ceballos, who goes and puts Alba through. But Saka steps in, gets the ball and curls it top right, but it goes wide. Great bit of play, wasn't it? Do you know, remember that bit of play? Yeah, I do. And uh, I, if I remember right, when Ceballos put that ball in, the uh, commentary was suggesting that really he was trying to go for where Saka would let it run. Yeah. There was actually whoever, somebody else on the outside, I can't remember, was it Ozil possibly or Aubameyang maybe? I think it was. Yeah, he, he picked it up and had a shot. He's a wonderful player in me. Oh, I tell you. He's hungry for it. And I think, didn't he have that shot of his right foot? And then later on in the game, he was doing stuff with his left foot. I and the kid's amazing. Yeah, of course, he is doing stuff with both feet because he, he'll pull it, he'll run down to the line and cross it in with his left foot, no problem. So, yeah, and that's that's the danger with him. That's why they, they 
chase people or not. It's, I mean, think about where he. Oh, we'll come on to it later. Yeah. Good. All right. Point for you, Nikki. Twenty um, third minute. Bellerin gets dispossessed. They have a run and a shot saved by Leno. From that, we then have a run with Pepe, who lays it off to Eddie, who couldn't get the ball to the ball in time. That was running down the right hand side, and you see Red Eddie running, breathing out of his ass, flat out. But mm-hmm. I think the ball from Pepe was a little bit added a little bit too much. Um, Pace on it. I was saying, I'm not going to say much juice on it. No, a sticky ball. No one wants sticky balls, do they? Yeah, juice works. Juice works. <laughs> yeah, Nicky, do you think that? Do you think that down the right hand side that um, Pepe was having uh, having a good time with uh, Eddie drifting in? Because quite a lot of the time, Eddie was drifting back into central midfield as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Eddie was definitely. I think, especially in the first half, when Eddie was up front, he was just completely isolated which is what we've had with Lacazette for a while. And when he come, he had to come far too deep to try and influence the game. But obviously, as the game went on, we got a bit better. And I think he's, he was really starting to link up well with Pepe. I think so I think Pepe was probably our man of the match today. I mean, there was could be a few, but I think he did, did really well. I can't really remember the shot because I was thinking the one where he hit the bar, but that's the second half one. No, he didn't get the shot. Pepe put it down yeah, the right flank yeah. and then Eddie tried to run onto it, but he couldn't get to it in time. So their goalkeeper yeah. slid out and got it. And, you, and you're right, actually, because if you if you think about it, most of the game, the connections were between Enkedia and Pepe on the right. They were doing a cycle and Saka and Aubameyang on the left. They were they were running a cycle, and then so you had Ozil and Ceballos drifting in behind, connecting and all. Mm. It was good. Right uh, here we go. Thirty-four for a minute, Corey. Um, that was three minutes of us putting the ball in the box, then clearing. Us putting it in the box, then clearing. Us putting it in again. It was the football equivalent of the okie kokie, wasn't it? One leg in, one leg out. That was uh, yeah. They were under a battering at that point during the game. Did you think yeah things have, the, the worm has turned? We, we've we've now got the upper hand in this game. Um, yeah, I was still a little, I mean, I, honestly, when the uh, first half finished, I was fairly frustrated, but uh, yeah, there were, there were moments where we were looking good. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, it's, honestly, the first half was terrible. We didn't really play that well. There was a lot of nerves going on. There was a lot of uh, lack of flow in our play and so on. There was some uh, sparks. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Now that I think about it. They seem to gra- gather their momentum for the pe- for the last ten minutes, possibly. A lot this of it just a lot of it was com- coming <laughs> to that. Uh, this was just before um, Urzel gave the ball to Eddie, who spanks it at the keeper, and that was a good effort. Because yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, they were come just building up to that point there, and then straight after that, thirty eighth minute, we are now having pot shots from anywhere. Pepe had one, Alba had one, and Eddie had one. So uh, it's good to see we're having shots because that's been a problem in in recent months that we we have we've been too scared to take shots at goal and so it's nice to see even if you're just testing the goalkeeper or keeping the goalkeeper on his toes it's just nice to see you never know remember when Jackie used to do them from the halfway line and places like that and occasionally one not halfway line from about two thirds up the pitch and then uh, it, often they would go in so it's nice to see our players having shots at goal isn't it? Thing is, Danny is is. What's happening is a lot of these teams we're facing are collapsing their lines on us. So their their midfield line is collapsing so deep onto the defensive line that we're moving the ball around trying to get it into a position to get that shot off. But yeah. by the time you try and pull the trigger, someone's on someone's even if it's just a touch to deflect the ball off, then the shot isn't a shot, right? You you kick at the ball, it's no longer there. It's not that we're not attempting shots. It's just that this deep block that most teams seem to be putting on us, the weaker teams seem to be putting on us, is so effective and blurring the lines, right? It's really hard to work it through. Mm, true. Right, Nicky. Um, my last note in the first half, uh, good, uh, a good Pepe free kick. The keeper tips it over. Then we get the corner, and then the corner comes flying in and must, it lands right in front of Mustafi. I think the goalkeeper had made a dive to the goalkeeper's left. Mustafi didn't get enough time or didn't get a good touch on it and uh, almost had an empty goal, but the contact with the ball was wrong. And, uh, yeah, 
he had a great chance to score there, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think he had an empty goal. So I actually rewound that because obviously I'm going to listen to Sky Sports at half time. So I just rewound it through bits. And when I look at that, how he looked shaped, I think he was just going to smash it as hard as he can, as low. But there did there was quite a few players. I mean, there was in three standing goal. Yeah. So halfway through, he thought, "I'm going to smash it." He looked yeah. and thought, "Ah!" So then he tried to sort of half place it on the volley to the left and he just didn't quite get the connection so I think did that go out for a corner or get deflected um, I can't remember because I, I, I watch as much as I can and then I have to go and make notes yeah so I think that's what he done he, tr- he tried to change his mind mid-flight but that didn't quite come off because if he'd have just hit at first time that would have definitely been deflected I mean that might have gone in off the deflection but you never mm. know if like I said there was a good two or three yards to the left hand post where he could have slotted it in and if, you know, if there'd have been someone a bit more cooler at scoring goals, maybe like an Ozil or someone like that, you could, probably could have just passed it into the net. But obviously he's a centre-half, so, yeah. <laughs> I think, um, um, Corey, that all Mustafi needed to do then was probably take a step back, step and a half back. And if, like Nicky was saying, it would have been an attacking player, they'd have taken a step back or they'd have taken down on their chest and then taken a step back. But you can't expect that from Mustafi, can you? I mean, he does score his fair share of goals for a defender, but no one could blame him for that, can we? Mustafi scores his fair share of goals? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. he's got... um, I think he's... uh, I was looking at the number of goals that he's scored here. Um, Here we go. Mustafi has scored... Oh, God, I've refreshed the page and now it's disappeared. Right, look for a little German thing on the left-hand side. Why can't I find Mustafi? Someone's deleted him from, from Wikipedia. That's what they've done. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's got nine goals in 130 games. Not bad, is it? It's not bad. It's think... 13 games. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just, yeah, all right. Right, I forgot where I am now. Um, I see, oh, there I you are, on my screen. I saw Stefan Selby's comment there, and I think he's bang on. I, he, he was totally right. The, the passing between the lines today was really impressive. Ceballos had a lot to do with that. And, he, and we've got to give credit to Ozil. He worked. He did work very hard today. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's nice to see. Um, Kayan Jackson is from in – I think he said he's in Jamaica. He said 2020 uh, still unbeaten. <laughs> Right, we've uh, we've had a message here from um, where's it gone? There we go, from uh, from Jay says, "Tappy tappy guys, Hello. show the boys some love." So uh, don't don't be a um, a Steve Bruce. Don't be sat on the sidelines being all fat with a fat face, looking like someone needs to deflate you a little bit. Don't don't be a Steve Bruce. Be a Mikel Arteta. Be outrageous. Be confident. Be unbeaten in twenty twenty. People, come on, tap that like button. Don't be a fatty. No one loves a fatty. If anybody's listening to this, I am a fatty, so I can say that. Much like I can say no one likes a baldy. I'm a baldy too. Don't get me started on beard or cat lovers. I have Chris all over the shop, when I? Yes, yeah, go on. Tappy tappy, you freeloading scumbags. That is a, a thing from the Tuesday Club. Ran and Davies used to say, freeloading scumbags, you're getting all this for free. So, uh, yes. Oh, Sam. Save, oh, Pete, you've put a question there. As these two don't know how to do all the other stuff yet, can you save your questions? Like the last 10 minutes, we'll be doing um, listeners' questions. So save all your questions for them. And like Pete has put, put question and then write the word question and then your actual question. Right. So we're now moving on to the uh, halftime stats. Uh, nine shots, three on target for us, four with one on target for Newcastle, 68% possession to 32 for Newcastle. We had 89% pass completion compared to that 80. So you see already we're up 2% pass completion. We're on the same um, possession and we have had, I mean, from the 30th to the 45th, we had seven shots with three on target. Compared to Newcastle, we only had one, which was off target. And then you could see, hold on, something's going to happen the second half. And and something happened, it did. If you could rearrange those words in the right order, that would be an absolute thing. Actually, hold on, wait there a second, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go and do a little tweet to let people know that we're live. Uh, there we go. Lovely. Place that there. Back to you lot. So, uh, oh, Jason's still on the screen. He's been on there longer than I have. That's terrible. Uh, Can I ask you a question? You, did you just say that at, at half time we had seven shots, three on target? Uh, nine shots, three on target. No. Okay. Because by the end of the game, it was 15 and seven. So that's fairly consistent through both halves. So that's good. 
Yes. Um, so I was going to go and edit that. Right. Okay. So uh, first in note, I've got Nicky, 49th minute, two good bits of work from Danny Ceballos, good footwork from Pepe to cross to Eddie, who spanks it and hits the crossbar. Looking very good yeah. so far. Only four minutes in, Nicky. What were your thoughts? Were you excited? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, we've done something. We've got something to talk about because I think by then we've actually had more talk about than the whole Burnley game so far, haven't we? But yeah, nice little cut back in there. But I think because the ball was slightly behind Eddie, he had to sort of cut step back to try and hit it. And obviously his body shape, if he's leaning back to try and get the ball, the ball's always going to go over. And so he couldn't have done, I don't think he could have done no more than that really for where he was. But, but then if the ball would have been where he was standing... It would have got deflected. So, yeah, I mean, mm. it's good. Oh, good try. Donation here from Michael Harneman. You cheeky monkeys, are we stuffing money down my bloomers? <laughs> he says, uh, when Lacquer scored, the roof literally came off my house. Well, you might want to keep that five pound and buy a new house roof. Roof house? <laughs> Get you some tarpaulin, Michael. That's terrible. Wore my number nine shirt in the hope that our number nine scored his ninth foot in his ninth game. Super buzzed, Michael. I think every single Arsenal fan in the world, when the Lacazette scored, we all... We went yeah. and shed a little tear and we had a little smile and the joy from that man. We'll come to that near the end of the show because that was uh, one of my favourite moments of the game. Right, moving on to my next note, which is uh, Corey, first goal of the game. 54th minute, goal in capital letters, Danny out wide to Pepe. Pepe takes his time, turns, drifts in a cross and Albert jumped up almost un... un what would be the word? Un... Marked. Unmarked. Thank you very much, Nick. That's why you're a pro and I'm not. Uh, Albert jumped up almost unmarked and nodded it in. We seem to be up for this half. What do you think? What was your thoughts yeah. on the goal and what do you think of our performance already? We're only nine minutes into the second half. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was a completely different team that came out in that second half. I, I would say I was so focused on watching that first 10 minutes after the start of the second half just to see kind of attitude it was going to be and it was it was yeah completely different and the the cross and the leap were just beautiful but also the ability to i mean it, I, I don't even understand how these guys have the ability to do this sort of thing but the ability to, to direct it right perfectly down in that lower corner just out of the reach of the goalie perfectly just boom right in there in the net beautiful that's why he yeah, gets paid the big it, bucks. wasn't quite it a, a wasn't quite a Ronaldo for Juventus when he he was actually. I think they measured it. He was forty two foot up in the air when he did that. He actually needed clearance from air traffic control. He was that high up. Kanu? What hey? about Kanu? What about Kanu? Remember when Kanu used to jump up in the air and do those headers he used to do? <laughs> he awesome. couldn't stop it. All elbows and knees. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Legs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually Carnu's 21st birthday today. So if you're watching Carnu, happy 21st yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh, dear. 21st birthday? Well, you know, he's got one of them. It's one of them uh, passports where we always think he's, he can't be as old as he says he is. And it's a regular thing on Twitter. When it's his birthday, people put the wrong age. <laughs> what a player he was, though. And then went on with Portsmouth to win the FA Cup. Very underrated player, that Carnu from the corner flag against Chelsea. What a day. Uh, okay, where are we going to go to now? We're going to go and... Oh, Nicky, you get the second goal. 56th minute, capital letters, goal, 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 goal. Albert and Saka, one, two out wide. Saka gets it back, turns two Newcastle players. It's almost like he pulled a full Doctor Strange there where he twisted time and uh, space and stop them. And one minute he was there, biff, baff, boof. Next second he'd gone past them. Crosses it for Pepe, or as I've put here, Pope to score. Superb bit of play. But the, those two defenders, Nicky, what were they thinking? Because they've showed it a couple of times after at the end of the game. And they, uh, none of, neither of them looked at the other one and then hit him. So I suppose you've got to be grateful that no one, there was, there was no, there was no um, violence there, but those two defenders... Unreal. I mean, that kid's this, what's this, his 16th game ever for Arsenal, and he's doing magic like that. Yeah, and he's also our top assist person. We've got seven for the season. I think that would be eight already. But, yeah, I think similar to the first goal, whereas a lot of Arsenal the last few years, especially when we got to that area, we'd normally cut it back side to side, up and down the pitch again. And I thought you actually saw one of the Newcastle defenders point back at Aubameyang saying... He's going to pass it back to Aubameyang. 
And as he did that, I thought, no, that's some of you. Just went straight for him, not not make the first one, and just sort of split straight through him and just put a nice weighted pass into Pepe, and he couldn't miss. So I just love that, you know, the element of surprise, because Arsenal, I think, over the last year, just got so predictable. And like Corey said the first half, we were so slow, and we were putting these crosses into the box, but it's not like then we were just waiting until there was no other option. Oh, we'll just chuck it in the box. And, like, everyone's in there defending. That's why Newcastle won so many headers in the first half and just cleared everything. But in the second half, we just, well, I suppose Arteta just told them, you've got to speed it up. You've got to step up the pace of the game because they cannot live with you if you if you speed up, which proves him right. Hey, listen, you know what was really funny about that goal? Yeah, it was it was going directly through to uh, Mustafi, right? But because he'd missed that chance earlier, I, uh, Pepe quickly runs in front of yeah, him. He, says, yeah, 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 you're not that. This one. <laughs> I saw his face. I was like, oh. <laughs> don't mind if I take that off your hands. That was Saka's 16th league game overall this season. 23 games, 24 games, three goals, seven assists. Our next highest assist. How many assists did Pepe get today? Was it one or two? Two, I believe. Two. Oh, so if that means Pepe is on six two, assists. There was two for sure, yeah. Two, yeah. two assists. Because he assisted Laka, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so um, I didn't. They've not updated it yet on transfer market. But yeah, Saka is only okay. he's only eighteen. Go back to Saka. Are you, all those stats that you've just said yeah. only eighteen? Now yeah. I think if he if he put on a stone, right? Yeah. Just that little bit more muscle on him, that kid is gonna fly. Little so bit like Corey. Did you see that in the, the start of the second half, where Dan Soddy tried to out muscle someone? Did you see yeah, that? I mean, and he just like, bounced just, off, and oh, and that was yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh dear. So and yeah, get, get him, get him in the gym. Get him in a well, he's in the gym, isn't he? But he and he's on a program, and yeah. believe me, that one of the targets of the program that they'll have him on is to gain weight. They'll do it slowly. They'll do it properly. But uh, that's his biggest thing for me. Well, if, similar if, to what they've done with him. Um, did you see the photos in Dubai where they were talking about Pepe, how much muscle he's put on, no. upper body strength and his legs? I think um, Mesa Ozil said something as well. Said something t- like, what have you been eating? And they show a picture, because obviously Twitter's like that, of his legs when okay, he joined us to now. So his yeah, yeah. thighs and calves have just got, like, I won't say they're doubled, but he's obviously well, put on a muscle, which is good. That's really good because I think that's one of the reasons why he's been in and out of the team as, as much as he has. It, it, it doesn't have as much to do with what we think it has to do as it has to do with a planned program, a progression. Yeah. And this is all part of it nowadays. Right, we've got a little bit of uh, tidying up to do. Uh, at my brother's house at the moment, there's my friend Lauren, or our friend Lauren. We have a son, Harley. And Harley, I think, I met him in town last summer. I think Harley may well be about six I think he's about six. So my brother wants everyone to say hello to Harley. So uh, you go hello, first. Harley. Hey, ready, Hi, Nikki? Hi, Harley. <laughs> hello, Harley. It's not too late to change teams. You can support teams because Arsenal are never going to win a thing. Hello, Mr. Fish and Moogie and Lauren. There <laughs> you go. We're just, we're just serving the community. So uh, The Arsenal. I- I didn't know Harley supported Arsenal, and I have to find out why he supports Arsenal. It's yeah, we got I've got my two young cousins, George and Max. They both used to support Arsenal. Now they both support Man City. Sickening. Oh, here we go. Data says hello, Harley. So there you go. Um, right. So where are we now? We're going to go and uh, so we've done that one. Ah, sixty minutes. We have uh, the stats: thirteen shots, five on target. They've got four with one on target, so no change for them. Um, 66 possession, 34, so they've gained a little bit. But our pass success rate is up to 91%. That is really good. You can see things are really – that's at one hour. Uh, 65 minutes, Corey. Some good work down the right from Pepe and Bellerin. They have got a good partnership going, don't they? It's uh, it's starting. Let's not get carried away, but I am looking forward to that partnership. I, 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 I think that that partnership has potential if uh, – yeah – I, I definitely am excited for that partnership, Pepe and Bellerin. I mean, who's kidding? If if Bellerin can sort his uh, fitness out and Pepe can get a little stronger and um, forge his place in the team, they're going to be a solid partnership for a long time. The the other side as well is uh, 
is amazing to me, the Saka and uh, Aubameyang. And for once, we can we can we finally start to hint at, at having a little bit of a balance in the team? Uh, it was a little scary to even think like that. Nicky, are you encouraged by the how Bellerin seems? Because when he first came back, it looked like he was uh, he wasn't quite ready, and people were saying that injury yeah. sometimes you don't come back from. But it looked like he was taking his time, not going full power, full sprint, and, and uh, making sure he doesn't get injured again. And now it seems like we've dare we say we got the Bellerin of old back, and now we've got someone. Work, at times, Bellerin and Walcott had a, quite a good thing working on the right hand side, didn't they? And uh, would you would, would you want to tempt fate and say this Bellerin Pepe thing looks like it might have legs? Well, I hope so. I mean, they're both lightning quick. Well, Bellerin has been, hopefully, get, but we don't know how meant how long he was struggling with an injury before that. Because a lot of footballers play were like niggly injuries, so he's, he's been struggling. But like I said, when he came back, he was sort of in and out of the side, and then he got another little niggly injury and stuff. But, I mean, I said in the last game, which other than him, there wasn't much to talk about, but I thought he was the man of the match. Last game, I and mean, he seems to really step up. And if he's going to play with Pepe, how quick he is, maybe he might be able to think, Oh, well, I'll show you how quick I am, mate. So hopefully, they could just spur each other on and help each other down the right side. See, listen, Danny, the thing with Bellerin is, is we want to get excited for to see him do this, and, and the forward play that he brings is so very exciting. But I mean, let's be honest, he's a little weak in defending, he has this habit of trying to stand players up, then he reaches and grabs them. He did it a couple of times, gave away a couple of free kicks. He has a habit of doing the same thing. So yeah, I wouldn't want to go getting too carried away with it. Uh, and it, Let's just see how he does. But he's got a lot of work to do on his defending side of his game. But, yeah, the forward side, the connection with Pepe is very exciting. Good. In in the podcast midweek, we should get into the uh, our fullbacks and who plays best with them. Um, if we're going to be podcast this Tuesday, uh, it won't be live because other podcasts are doing it. We don't want to step on their toes because they do theirs on a Tuesday. So um, I'm not sure who's going to be on it yet. So, uh, yeah, but that's some of the things we'll be covering. JB makes a good point here. He says, we are now six points off the Champions League. And I haven't checked if he's been cheeking, whether he means we're six points off of fifth place. Or, uh, yeah, six points off of the fifth place because of the Man City thing. Has that been confirmed? That no. Like, so it ain't even been confirmed yet. So No, nothing has. I'll probably um, get away with it. I'm not too angry about the Man City thing because uh, it's stopped Liverpool winning trophies, hasn't it? So Man City yeah. can carry on for as far as I'm concerned because uh, I'd rather Man City win 10 leagues in a row than Liverpool even win the League Cup. So, uh, right, now we're going to move on to the next point, which is, uh, where did, 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 oh, 72nd. We've gone from the 65th minute to the 72nd minute. Now, but things have gotten a bit quiet now. Um, Corey, would you say that Newcastle had given up the fight or worn themselves out with all, because it seems Newcastle were playing, like Nicky was saying, a 5-4-1 formation, and they get the ball, try and get us on the counter-attack, and they were knackered come. So, three quarters of the way through the game, they were knackered, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah, 75 minutes, you've come through the meat part of the game. Now now minds are starting to get tired, right? You know, people, the, 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 it starts to get into a mental fatigue part of the game once you go past the 75th minute and uh, you're bang on. They, they, they'd forged this double back line. They'd worked very hard. We'd scored a couple of goals, demotivated them. The legs start to get heavy. The brain doesn't work as fast. Absolutely, yeah, they were tired. You could see it. Are you two reading what's going on in the chat box? What chat box? Our chat, chat box, box. <laughs> YouTube chat box. No, I mean, you have been uh, reading it. Haven't you? I'm just wondering if you'll keep because it seems I'm not sure, other than Jace, that any of ABW have turned up to watch it. So, uh, yeah, people can be getting away with murder in there. Uh, Rudy Rastos, uh, always good for a good quote, says, Arteta says Ceballos has issues with his behaviour, but he has been training like an animal and was the best player on the pitch today. Do you two agree that he was our, our man of the match? No. Which player? Sorry? Um, Ceballos. Ceballos. Oh. Ooh, just looking at here, Pepe got a 10 out of 10. Two assists and a goal. Uh, Aubameyang got an 8.3 with a goal and Ceballos got a 7.1. Mm. Yeah, see, I would I would be hard-pressed to pick between Saka, Aubameyang and Pepe for man mm. of the match. Uh, and I would not want to say Ceballos didn't play well. Yeah. So it, it sounds really brutal for me to say no to this question because Ceballos was excellent. But really, honestly, 
it would, you know, the man of the match could have gone between anybody, really. A lot of players. I think that might be Arteta trying to get him in the mindset because he played well today, but that's how I'd want him to play every game, not just one in five, one in ten. I want, I'd like him, if he's going to play like deeper, like a number eight sort of position, play, linking up with Ozil, I want him to do that every game. So I think Arteta's just saying that to try and reward him. So he's, oh yeah, he said I did really well, so I'll play play that again in the next game. But I, I think Pepe probably man of the match today, but who, who's uh, your man of the match, Danny? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Pepe, partly because of the amount of grief that he gets and he needs these really good games. But I mean, two assists and a goal. And, he, and like the, the the relationship he's got with Bellerin down that right-hand side is amazing. Um, uh, Alonso asked, what did Ozil get? He got a 7.9 and his first goal in 10 months. So that's, that's encouraging. Yeah, that was awesome. Good for him, mate. Yeah, it's good yeah. to see. Jason's in there again. Oh, there is someone from ABW in the chat box, which is good. There's only 500 of us, and one of us has turned up. That's lovely to see. <laughs> Shitbags. Uh, yes, don't fuck around or Jason will have you. Um, right. Uh, Saka. Oh, yeah, Thunder's put. Saka played well both halves and was our best player the first half by a mile. Yeah, it yeah. seemed quite a while for these yeah. new tactics and new things to try and uh, start to work. Um, Dan Wills says uh, Saka by a long way. You know what? When he got hit, we talked about it earlier. That that check that he received in the first half, where that guy knocked him over, that seemed to kind of wake him up. Uh, and he, and he, and he's totally right. He he was our best player by a mile in the first half. JB makes a good point. Lacazette, six minutes, one assist, one goal. Yeah, that's really and good. That, hey, you know, I mean, you 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 may give Arteta a little credit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we but didn't we haven't most of us been saying for ages. Um stick him on the bench. That's it. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Stefan says uh Saka just makes things happen. Pete Colson, Saka man of the match. Uh 95 is is bum licking Jason by saying hello, Mr. <laughs> Davis. Don't don't be nice to him, 95. You can say what you want because he's not here to shout at you. Uh, the Saints are so happy for Laka. JB says Nketia was poor. Well, this is first start in the Premier League, isn't it? And I don't know. Maybe he, maybe Arteta was trying to make. We'll talk about more of this about on the podcast because we've been going forty-one minutes so far. Yeah. And we're going to get this done in an hour. Um, Akash has said the uh, Welsh justice has arrived. He's been here the whole time. Akash, he's uh, he doesn't take any prisoners. Oh, Keith is Keith is asking will Saka sign a new deal? We'll have to talk through that for the podcast. But quickly, do you both think Corey then Nick? Do you think he's going to sign a new deal? Saka, Saka yeah. but Saka is on two thousand eight hundred pound a week. Yeah, he'll he'll sign a new deal, and we'll give him a carton of sake, for sure. Yeah, big, he's big getting football. You got sorry, go no, no, you go on. Yeah, I'm saying he's playing football in the Premier League, and he's, he, you know, he, I don't think he wants to play left back. But the modern day left back, you're pretty much what sixty percent winger, forty percent defender anyway, exactly. if yeah. if not more. So he's playing, he's starting. Arteta's, you know, um, Kalasana is back and he's still on the bench. So was he even on the bench today? Yeah, I believe he was, yeah. So he's showing faith in the kid. He's playing like freedom. And I'll tell you what he's reminding me, he's playing how Awobi did when he burst onto the scene a few years ago, you know, his first sort of breakout season. And hopefully just keep at this level and push on a bit rather than just sort of, you know, die down a bit. But yeah, we've got to sign him up to, not saying we've got to give him 100 grand a week, but sign him up to a long deal, which is going to, you know, well, that'll probably set him for life. I'll probably make him a millionaire and hopefully just keep him grounded and just let him let him play his football and don't try to overcomplicate things for him. Just let him play how he is with freedom. Good. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley Cole started as a forward player. Everyone started as forward player. <laughs> <laughs> Even Pavan Pele, the best forward striker ever, played to start as a goalkeeper. And when he's Santos Locker, they've kept it. It's still got the number one goalkeeper thing on it. There you go, people. That's a fact. Archie says, where is Mr. Welsh lately? Haven't seen him on in ages, Danny. Um, Archie, it's been a sad, sad situation. Jace is suffering from a severe case of PTSD of having to do all of the shows for one and a half seasons. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Emery and he's, he's currently 
he's laying down in a darkened room, um, holding on to his, his his furry Furby. He's got he's got three or four Furbies when he was a kid. He's laying in the darkened room, and if you speak to him, he just goes, "Emery, Emery, Emery." It's all he does. He sits in the corner, rubbing his rubbing his feet with an emery cloth. Uh, and and the, the only thing that's keeping him sane is his uh, his um, Aaron Ramsey doll, which no one's had the heart to tell him that it's actually the Kevin Arteta doll with a different wig on. So uh, yeah, sad times. Uh, <laughs> so uh, where are we up to now? Uh, things have gone a bit quiet, and then that uh, oh, seventy fifth minute, uh, Nikki Maximan goes past Bellerin, has a shot, hits the post, and comes back out and quickly cleared by Mustafi. Another good game for Mustafi and Louise, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, was was there a slight mistake when he went through? I don't know if someone done a pass and that sort of bobbled into. We're Max, ignoring that. We won four nil. We didn't have. We'll ignore that. Yeah. So obviously <laughs> he went through. I tell you what, that reminded me of as he was hitting that was um. Remember Shearer in the '98 FA Cup final? I was there. Yes, I was. But yeah, he went. Hottest day ever. Yeah. God. Right. Well, we used to have nice weather, but yeah, he went straight through. And obviously, I think was that two. That would have been two one. So I think that was after they made the subs. So obviously that's why I suppose it died down a bit because they were trying to change it. So right, well, we're 2-0 down. We can't hold on for a 0-0 draw when we're 2-0 down. So they brought the subs on. So right, well, let's just gamble for five, ten minutes because we're either going to lose this game by more goals or we're going to try and score and then possibly get an equaliser. And to be honest, he probably should have scored, but... Obviously, we, we were lucky today and it come off the inside of the post and back out. So, yay. Stefan was at that final as well. It's uh, Sean, it, I think the final was uh, oh, it was near the end of May because the last game of the season we beat Everton 4-0. And uh, I went there with Sean's one, and Sean was in her mum's belly. And then, but for the final, she was so fat she couldn't waddle, and so I took, I couldn't get in. Like the Champions League final, all my Arsenal supporting mates are. Actually, Harley might be watching. They're, they're silly boys. I, for the Champions League final, I took an Everton fan. And for the 98 final, I took a West Ham fan because none of my Arsenal supporting mates would come with me because they're scumbags. Um, so uh, it was at the old Wembley. Yes, it was indeed. His beard was on point. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just reading the messages to myself. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, oh, no. Archie has said, Jason, Jason, what's funny is I meant, oh, John Welsh. If you if you go out if you live anywhere near um, where John does in the kind of Stansted area and you go out late at night and you see an orange glow that's that's uh, John Welsh's computer on fire he's had three new motherboards every time he turns it on something else goes wrong with it and so that he he's now keeping himself warm by the the nice warm glow of his burning PC that he built himself that is a fire hazard so yeah he's uh, his computer doesn't work if anybody wants to buy him a new computer, send me a grand and I shall send him 300 quid for a new computer. So, uh, oh, here you go, Nicky. You're getting a little bit of uh, love there from Thunder Road, our resident troll killer. He says, oh, nice yeah. artwork behind you. Yeah, what is they it? Were, uh, they're Resident Evil artwork. I got uh, um, EGX mm. in London. Uh, was it November time as an artist? I think he's just copied what he'd done, but they're nice hand-drawn ones. You can't really see it. He, um, he signed it in gold in gold pen so i just saw them because obviously i like my resident evil so i thought oh they're quite nice and and uh-huh. he looked a bit lonely sitting there because everyone was buying all those weird toys and stuff and i was like oh they're nice i like them get yes. on with it get on with it oh god they're <laughs> talking rugby there and stop talking rugby i'm gonna have to i'll have to leave uh so we're up to 47 minutes and we are right a few substitutions 82nd minute so buy us off to riot on good shutting down the game something we we failed to do so many times in in recent months 85th minute eddie off lacquer on i mean what's lacquer gonna do with five minutes to go people come on absolutely ridiculous uh for you Corey, 89th minute goal 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 First yeah. goal in 10 months for Mr. Meza Erzl with a long run from our half. Passes it wide to Pepe. Pepe puts it into Laka, who gives it for Erzl for his first goal in 10 months. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been goalkeepers that have scored more goals than him recently. And didn't the boy look happy? Oh, yeah. And a bit scruffy goal, too. So it wasn't, it was, a, it was all that much, much better. That's, that's for sure. It doesn't always have to be pretty, does it? No. For sure, yeah. And, and 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 like Lacazette, just you know, like I say, um, you got to give Arteta a bit of credit. Sometimes even really good players can affect the game just coming on with a few minutes to go. 
that's why they're really good players. And and the, the truth be told, he, he he didn't. It's not like he stopped being a good player just because he's been going through a goal uh, drought. That's uh, you know part and parcel of the job we've asked him to do. Same same I would have a, 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 a query with, with saying that Enkedia had a really bad game. He didn't play as well as we may have liked him to, but we're asking to do the job of Lacazette. So anyway, that's a different topic we'll talk about on the Good. podcast. Agree, right. Uh, 90th minute, Ozil off, Willock on. 94th minute, Mr. Wilson. I was busy, set, busy setting this up, messaging you lot, see if everything was right. 94th minute, goal. Run down the right, Pepe passed it for Laka to tap it in. What can you add to that? Because I didn't really take much notice of it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, was a, it wasn't a very cleanest of hit. If we look at it, he actually played it off his left foot. So yeah. I don't even know if he was aiming for that corner goal, but I just loved the slow motion they shoot as he hit it and he saw the goalkeeper dive and that was in. That was just two hands up and you could just see the relief on the boy. He was just like, and, and that's what people have said he needs. He's, he's, you know, he does put in so much effort, but he's not getting the chance to score many goals, but it just needed a scruffy goal to go. I mean, I know it didn't look scruffy, but that did come off his left foot so we sort of chipped it up slightly but hopefully now he's scored that goal look that's one and then also he'll score the next game he'll have to and then we'll, we'll yeah, forget floodgates. yeah yeah floodgate you, you yeah. know what else i want to i want to say as well is so those two goals think about it the, the substitution came uh which was uh for lacazette came on lacazette helped create the goal then the next substitution came where willett came on and Willick actually makes the pass to Pepe that goes in for uh, Lacazette's score. So two really good substitutions. Both substitutions had effect on the game. Hats off to Arteta. Yes. Right. Just going to close that window because I don't need it open anymore. Right. The plan for this was 50 minutes talking about the game and 10 minutes for questions. So people, if you can put the word, make it, make my life easier if you don't mind. Put the word question and then put your question. If you can start doing them now, then we do the last 10 minutes of the show just doing your questions. And uh, wouldn't it be a miracle if we actually get this all done on time? Right. The final stats of the game. Um, 15 shots with seven on target for us, 10 shots with two on target for Newcastle, 69%, 31% to us for possession, 91% pass completion rate for us, 81% for them. So all in all, uh, Nicky, were you happy with the, um, with the overall result, the way we played and uh, going forward, are you confident that we're going to go on a run and nick that fifth place and get into the Champions League and then get knocked out in the first round by Shamrock Rovers? Yeah, I mean, someone, someone's got to go on a run because no one seems to want to do it, do they? I mean, I know Spurs nicked it earlier today, but not, not you know, the Chelsea United Spurs, I don't want to like, disregard Sheffield United, but they will probably drop off. But if someone goes on a run, like four or five games on a, on a win, and they'll be in, they might not be in top, they'll be more than top five, they'll be top four. So... You know, if we can, we've got to keep that level up from the second half, not the like the 20, 30 minutes from the first half. Because if we play like that against like better sides, I mean, New, you know, Newcastle ain't a bad side, but they have had quite a lot of injuries this year and got a fair few players out injured now. You know, if we go to sleep, say, when we play Liverpool for 20, 30 minutes. We could be 2 0 down, 2 3 0 down easily. So we've got to try and look at that and improve on the next game, work on it with Arteta and say, right, we've got to play like that the second, you know, the second half, but we've got to play like that from minute one. Corey? Yeah, we have a nice run in as well, if you think about it, because I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but the Man City game that we play in the league coming up has been postponed. So the upcoming games we'll have is Everton, West Ham, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich. Let's just say that's the next four games with the Man City game in there that's going to be postponed. So there's a lot of points to be grabbed. And you're absolutely right. If we play at the level that we played at in the first half, we'll get demolished. But if we play, if the team shows up that showed up in the second half, I still see no reason why we can't hit that fifth place in hell. Let's see where the dice fall, right? 
Mm. Yeah, we've got a run of, uh, like you were saying, but all competitions. We're at Olympiacos, then we've got three games, three days until at home to Everton. Then we've got four days at home to Olympiacos. And then we've got, uh, February's got 28 days. So then we've got three days, we're away to Portsmouth. Then we have another five days, we're at home to West Ham. Then we've got a week and then we are at ho- away at Brighton. And then Southampton, Norwich, Wolves, Leicester. I mean, Leicester are on their arse now. So, yeah, with that game being postponed, we've got, we've got, dare we say, a really good run. But at the moment, we're on a run of uh, eight games, four wins, four draws, and one, two, three, four clean sheets. I mean, mm-hmm. looking at where we were when um, when Freddie, after Freddie's six games, did, did either of you think we would be in this position we're in now? No. No, nor did I. I thought we'd be closer to 20 points off the top four. (laughs) Right, we should get on and get some of these questions done that people have been kind enough to send us in. Uh, Right, first question from Carlito Elguna for you, Nicky. Nick, uh, how are we going to use Saka when Tyranny comes back? If you can answer these as quick as possible. Well, I mean, from what I heard about Tierney, he's pretty much always got niggly injuries, so we might not get to use him anyway, but... Well, we'll have, we'll have to. It's a good problem to have. So we'll either have to play him up front, you know, play him on the left, and maybe play a Bamiang through the middle for some of those games. You got it. And then you know we can bring Enketia on. We could bring Lacazette on. You know, it's it's always a good thing to have players back fighting for, for positions because we don't want it to get set where everyone knows who's going to play week in week out, whether they're playing badly or not. You know, which is what we got under the last few years of Arsene. You know, yeah. everyone knew they were going to play no matter how bad they'd done. So that's a good thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly what I would do. All right, question for Corey from the Saint. Is Erville getting a reprieve? A reprieve? Yeah. Uh, like as in a revival? or A, a second go. Are we, are we yeah, going um, to give all these past sins? Are we are we not on third go, fourth go, fifth go? You know, like I mean, the thing is though, like listen. So okay, with Ozil, uh, he's, you know, I have given up on him. I've gotten back on the train, and I've given up on him. I've gotten back on the train because he's an Arsenal player. So you've got to support the guy, and we pay him a lot of money to do a job. So you've got to go with him, I guess. But uh, um, he, maybe the question is, is he worth? giving a reprieve to and uh i mean that's uh that's a whole uh bigger question and today on today's evidence yeah he was he was he in the second half he was worth it he worked hard he he's worth giving a reprieve to yes sir good all right question for you nick from dark clown is it time we apologize to mustafi <laughs> yeah he's made a few mistakes obviously over the years but all of our players have made, you know, every player's made mistakes. Only problem is, especially years ago, when we think of the back four that they were, they played for like 15 seasons in a row, never conceded a goal. That's not the case. You know, they did make mistakes. Only problem is we watch every minute of every game and one little mistake and all of a sudden he's a scapegoat, get rid of Mustafi and then we'll win the Premiership, win the Champions League. And, you know, that doesn't happen, you know. <laughs> I think Mustafi, once he gets in a run of games, he gets into it in a partnership, which is what, what we've had for years, like when we struggled last time with centre-halves. Once we got Mertesacker and Koscielny playing together with Sanya, you know, on the right, on the midfield and that, you know, consistency, you get consistent performances if you've got a consistent backline. So if we were going to play Louise and Mustafi for the rest of the season, I think everyone would forget any problems Mustafi made for a little while. Good. Archie's asked a question here about Caroline Flack, but that's not really something we should cover, although we are all on social media, but yeah, she was hard done by and papers are scumbags. So there you go. Not sports papers, just uh, showbiz. The showbiz element of papers, all they want is scandal. And uh, yeah, it's very, very very sad. I loved her on Strictly. A question for you, Corey from Pete Colson. Are you getting twitchy about our invincible status? I am. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, being the romantic that I am, 
I guess I can see how it's going to come down to that home game at the uh, at, at the Arsenal, man. You know, it's going to be us who's going to stop them, isn't it? That's going to be on already. It looks like the second, Saturday, the 2nd of May at 3 o'clock. That game's going to be bloody moved, isn't it? A 3 o'clock kickoff on a Saturday. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, I say, remember, Danny, um, one of Mourinho's first season, they only lost one game all year, didn't they? Who was that to? I don't know, but I'm going to say us. Yep. Hey, excellent. So, God, they're going to spray paint that red if they win that, aren't they? To answer the question, though, no, yeah, absolutely. Wearing diapers all the time right now. <laughs> okay, Marcus Hodges. This is more of a statement than a question. Spurs are shit. No one disagrees with that. <laughs> um, right, one for you, Nick, from Keith. Mukindo, uh, would this is a question I think was on um, Elliot's podcast. Um, would you rather Liverpool lose a game or Arsenal qualify for the Champions League? Liverpool lose all day long, mate. Yeah. But we get into the Champions League, we'll just get spanked 5 0 by Bayern Munich again. Yeah, so yeah. I'd, I'd, right. I'd give that up any day of the week to, to have them win it. But I mean, I remember I saw a thing on Sky a few weeks ago with. Um, Thierry Henry and Neville. This was what they filmed a couple of years ago. They were talking about that, and they were saying to Henry, "Oh, do you think anyone will ever do the Invincibles again?" And he said, "Yeah, they will." He said, "But whatever anyone say, we did it first. Indeed, Good enough, right? Um, yeah, I agree with that. That's exactly what I'd want. Um, I know we're losing out on what fifty, sixty, seventy million quid, but it'll be worth it because I don't want those scumbags uh, being invincible. I mean. Preston did it first, didn't they? Yeah, it was only 12 games, and that was over yeah. 100 years ago. Well, if uh, your Preston fans, they never go on about it, do they? Like you would I, don't think, know. Uh, I don't know, though. Champions League, you know? Oh, guys. <laughs> no, no, qualify for it, not win it. If that Steve was winner, Matt, I'll take a, no, I'll take know, a Champions know, League I win. Know, but still, still, I know. I, I hear what you say, but even thinking about it just makes me want to be in the Champions League instead of the Europa League, but... Just think about the amount of money that we would need to be competitive in the Champions League with a squad that we've got. We're never going to get that money. And so, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Oh, everyone knows my hatred of the Champions League, mainly because we're shit. Uh, and back in the day, if we were any good, I, I'd have said yes. But Do we, um, Let's extend the question just a little bit more. Do we think that we're going to qualify for the Europa League straight up? Yeah, probably. I don't want yeah. to be in that either. Look at all the teams no, that have no, not been in I'm it. Not, that's not the argument I'm making, and I, and I agree with you, Dan. But, yeah, but I think we will. Think yeah. Mm. Okay, you know. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I think even I don't like the idea of saying, "Oh, we'll have a year out of Europe and win it." Because I know Chelsea did that, and then they won the league. Not saying we'd win the league, but they finished tenth. No European football, and then they won the league next year. But obviously, they got a new manager and spent like two hundred million. <laughs> yeah, win that may have helped a fraction. Yeah, to know European football, but yeah, so, I, I so wait, still think we'll end up finishing six. Just so wait, what if the question went we we qualify for the Champions League by winning the Europa Cup, and Liverpool would go undefeated? Which would you rather? I don't want to be undefeated at all. I don't want to do anything like that. So you would rather give up the cup? I'd rather finish eight. It's tonight, twenty nineteen. I'd rather finish seventeen. undefeated. That's how much I hate them. Most other teams I wouldn't care. Last season, Man City did the triple. No one gives a shit. But those bin dipping scumbags, those wall pushing fucking scumbags who I hate, they are the worst fans in football. They haven't shut. They've never won the Premier League, but they're squawking on about the last time they won the the first division back in what nineteen eighty nine ninety. Scum, I hate them. Uh, the worst accent in the world as well. Uh, Julian Salmon's asked a question about that, but it's similar to one we've already just asked. Um, and uh, is that it? Or have I scrolled down too quickly? Um, just quickly, uh, David pointed out, uh, don't angry, don't angry the waffle because an angry waffle, no one 71 likes. Now we've got. 76 likes. I don't get out of bed for any less than 100. You need you people need to sort your lives out. There's 168 of you watching now. That might be send Welsh Justice and uh, the other Welsh round. Double Welsh you up. Again, I think there's women that would pay to be double Welshed up by those two. And, uh, yeah, best we don't go there. There's no more questions. 
Well, there you go. One hour, go. three minutes and 47 seconds. I think we have oh, done. No. Good. Well, right. So I'm going to, oh, here we go. Uh, I'm going to have to click on that just so I can make the screen come back to full size again. Right. Um, we are all done now. If you have liked the cut of Nikki's jib, if you like his chitter chatter, that there is his channel on Twitch. He is on there most nights playing games. And so if you like him, go. If you, even if you don't like him, just go give him a follow on, on Twitch anyway. Just ignore him. It's good. But he's good. It's good fun. There's lots of nice people in there, and it's always fun. Um, right. So I'll leave that on there for the rest of the show. Uh, Corey, thank you very much for joining. This, this has been yeah. fun. Thank you very much. It was great. And what have I you got? a 4-0 win. Who's kidding? It's clean sheet, baby. What have you got planned for the rest of the day? Because it's still only, what, about lunchtime there? Uh, I, it is exactly 11.38, and it's a beautiful day out, so I'm going to do something out in the sun. Lucky, Enjoy it. Lucky you. And I promise you, in about two weeks, the sun is coming your way. It's going to be beautiful in England in two weeks' time, I promise. I'm I sending it your way. I need it to be nice next week because Sean's back for a week, and I'm going to be going out, leaving the house. I'm going to be causing havoc in all the restaurants of Cambridge. Nick. You're going to have a lot of rain for the next little while. Thank you very much for your time, Nick. It's been fun. Have you got any wise words for the boys and girls watching at home? Not really. Well, I just want to say one thing that they've been doing the, um, what's it called, the Heads Up campaign all week for in the Premiership, you know, for mental health and what was the hashtag, like kick off and speak up or something. They were doing a few, which is, you know, it's a good thing to do. It's like if anyone's been struggling like a few, well, I have as what you know, the last year, for few people know that. But just to speak to anyone, even if you don't want to speak to friends and family, even someone on the internet, just to get the ball rolling and talk to people, you know, that does help quite a lot. And that can give you, you know, the courage to speak up and speak to doctors and get the help you need if you're struggling. What better way to end the podcast on some wise words from Mr. Wilson? You can go and find there. That's uh, if you're listening at home and you're wondering what his thing is, it's Nick Fights on Twitch. Go there, give him a follow, and then go and abuse him during the shows. He loves a bit of abuse. And if I'm ever oh, there, oh, I love abuse. <laughs> if I'm ever there, he has this little, when I turn up, he has this little thing from uh, from Alan Partridge. It's a video that he plays, and it, it makes me and my mum happy because it's, it's very funny. Uh, oh, Stefan says thank you. Uh, right, thank you very much, everybody, for watching. Stephen, this you, has been a Burkett Wonderland ABW Live. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, leave a thumbs up. If you haven't, we have been the Gooners Podcast, and I have been Mike, and I have been Andy. Ah, oh, Corey's touching his badge. <laughs> right, we'll see you on Tuesday for not a live show, so it'll be pre-recorded. Then we'll be back on Thursday for a game after the Olympiacos one. I don't know who's doing that. I won't be on that because I will be in Cambridge stuffing my face full of food. I'll look at our final words go to Big Bunny Kane, only because he's in the WhatsApp group with me. Uh, well done, boys. Thank you very much. And we will see you later. I nearly clicked the wrong button there and I'd have ruined the show. It's end broadcast, not leave studio. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>